If you felt God's call to serve the church, Focus, the Fellowship of Catholic University students, and the University of Mary have partnered to train you to do great things. The church is desperate for well-trained development and fundraising professionals, so we've launched the Institute for Catholic Philanthropy. Earn a graduate certificate or a full MBA in Catholic philanthropy and train for a transformative career in service to the church. Apply by March 1st at umary.edu slash serve. We all appreciate the comforting things in life. Great food, laughter, celebrating Mass together, and good friends. At Riverview, you can enjoy all these wonderful things. But it is the friendship and sense of community here that makes Riverview home. We share stories, laughter, smiles, and our Catholic faith. Try us out with a mini vacation or join us for Mass five days a week. You can contact Kelly for a tour at 701-237-4700 and online at homeishere.org. The programs you hear on Real Presence Radio are brought to you in part by Sacred Heart School in East Grand Forks. Your child's full potential is within reach at Sacred Heart School. Sacred Heart School is more than just one thing. When you combine all those things together, you have that holistic education of mind, body, and soul. It's very rare to see a school that has all that we have to offer. Everything is enveloped in faith here, and that forms the whole person. It's my second home almost. You're always looked out for, and you're always cared for here. The one thing that sets Sacred Heart apart is we can learn about our faith, practice our faith, and share our faith openly. Curious about Sacred Heart School? Consider attending one of our upcoming admission events or contacting the admission office at yourchildmatters.org. Sacred Heart School, forming mind, body, and soul. Experience the Sacred Heart difference. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you local hosts and guests from across the region. Now back to the show. Good morning, this is Father Richard Kuntz, along with Father Ryan Moravitz, coming to you from the Diocese of Duluth, Minnesota, on the snowy shores of Lake Superior. Snowy is right, and that means it's our um, it's our favorite part of the show. It is? Why? Oh, that's I know why. Because of the weather. The weather. We get oh, to listen I, to Eli, who's Eli. the best weather man on radio. And, and before we get to the weather, just another reminder to the listeners that are faithful listening, and later on we're going to have a great giveaway for valentine's day it'll be a little bit later on in the show we'll get more details of what it is and how you might win that in a little bit bit but before that we've got the the best part of the show you're right father on we have got we've got eli on the weather i, I mean call, super I him, talented I, I individual also, here i always called him father eli but i'm glad i, <laughs> I think he's like meteorologist extraordinaire oh, i thought you were saying <laughs> the catholic world oh i thought you were gonna say mediocre extraordinary <laughs> meteorologist you're right uh, extraordinary, and he has some like little tidbits of information about Duluth's weather. I yep. get ready; he's yeah, going to so read you the report on the Weather Channel. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> no, here's here's something interesting that uh, came out of Duluth. I saw come across uh, um, last night that uh, up in the Duluth area, you guys have gotten about twenty five percent of your normal seasonal snowfall in the last eight days. You don't have to remind us, and so. Right? With with if you get about six inches of snow today, that makes it about twenty eight inches of snow in nine days. And the last time oh. you had that much was in February of twenty fourteen. But it's not anywhere close to a record because the record for a nine day snowfall in Duluth is forty one inches. So that's a lot right. of shuffling. But we do have a <laughs> lot more snow than we've had the last two years. Yeah, yeah for sure. 
So here's your regional weather update for the Real Presence Radio Network. In the happy Wanderer, Minnesota area, snow with a high near 20. Tonight, a chance of snow, mainly before midnight. Cloudy, then gradually becoming partly cloudy, low around 5. And currently in Happy Wander, it's 16 degrees. Around Bathgate, North Dakota, a chance of snow, patchy blowing snow, and cloudy with a high near 15. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low around minus 6, and wind chills down to about minus 21. The current temperature is 10. For Battleview, North Dakota, mostly sunny and cold with a high near minus 3. Wind chills down to about minus 40. Tonight, snow likely, mostly cloudy with the temperature rising to about zero, and wind chills down to about minus 20. Right now, it's minus 17. And for the Green Valley, South Dakota area, mostly sunny with a high near 28, wind chills down to about minus 9. And tonight, mostly cloudy with the temperature falling to about fif- minus, let's see, falling to a near minus <laughs> you 15. You got this. Then- you got this, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. Here we go. Temperature falling to about minus 15 uh, down for the remainder of the night. Current temperature is 1. And in the area around Plainview, Minnesota, snow, a high near 25. Tonight, a chance of snow mainly before 10, mostly cloudy with a low around 6. And I don't have a current temperature for Plainview because the DOT observation spot there is currently down for repairs. So, Eli, yes, I am born and raised in Minnesota. I have never heard of Happy Wanderer. It's, is that in Minnesota? It is in Minnesota. It's up uh, sort of by the Ely area, um, sort of in the middle of the woods there. What? The There's not Ely? much He's, there. Father Ryan's from Ely. That Happy Wander is an establishment up there. But is it a town, too? It shows up on my map. Where? where? I, th- uh, I think you got a Google Maps for a local <laughs> bar up in the Ely. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sure that they're very happy about getting all there this free publicity. There might be folks up at the Happy Wander listening in this morning. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> That's great. That's great. That's great, Eli. You do a fantastic <laughs> job. <laughs> well, thank we you value me. you, man. We do. Oh, thank we you, do. Father. <laughs> well, great. Well, uh, Father Ryan, I think that um, uh, we have our next guest with us, and it's going to be, I think, a fascinating topic. Uh, Jenna Cooper from the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. Uh, Jenna, are you there with us? I'm here. Hi, Father. Hey, hey, Jenna. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself first? Okay. Well, um, I'm a consecrated virgin, and I currently serve as judge and tribunal coordinator for the marriage tribunal in Winona, Rochester. Um, so I'm also a staff canon lawyer. So I oversee marriage cases day to day. Of course, we have a wonderful judicial vicar, too, but I'm there doing most of the daily stuff. I'm also on hand to answer canon law questions for either other people in our diocesan offices or even just for anyone who wants to call in with a question, whether they're in parishes or sometimes just, you know, normal people in the pews call. So that's um, what I do here. Great. So, uh, you know, I mean, it's... uh, it's great to have a canon lawyer on the air because there's always a great way of uh, clarifying certain things that are very, very important. And we've had a lot of things that have been very important in the news lately, and that is in regards to what's going on in New York and some of the other states, like maybe in Virginia, in regards to the idea of uh, how does excommunication play in a part of a politician that's being clearly, clearly uh, anti not anti-Catholic, but you can say that, but doing things totally against the Catholic Church when they themselves are Catholic. So, you know, the whole the whole idea of excommunication, could you explain what that is? Oh, sure. And um, Actually, I'm personally from New York. I just moved out here about two and a half years ago, so this all does hit rather close to home for me. So, wow, I bet. <laughs> yeah, I've been already explaining this to my family and friends back east for quite a while. Um, so, excommunication, it's 
Um, it's a penalty in canon law. It's a punishment, but it's what we call a medicinal penalty. So, you know, the point of excommunicating somebody, it's not, you know, to punish them because we feel like being vindictive. Um, it's actually to help the person. So you think medicinal, it's like medicine. So if somebody is excommunicated, that's, that's like a wake-up call to them that they're seriously um, erring in their faith. They're not in real communion with the Church. Um, practically what excommunication does is a person who's excommunicated can't receive the sacraments. If they're um, a priest, they can't administer the sacraments. If you're excommunicated and you hold an ecclesiastical office, so um, I like my role as a judge in an ecclesiastical office, um, if I were hypothetically, of course, to be excommunicated, I could do my job either, essentially. Mm -hmm. um, that's what excommunication basically entails. Um, there's, um, there's two kinds of excommunication. There's um, the fancy Latin word is late sententiae. So that means automatic. Parende sententiae is um, different. So if you get an automatic excommunication, that means, and that's only attached to very specific crimes in canon law. If you're automatically excommunicated for a certain crime, that means as soon as you do the thing, you're excommunicated. You don't pass go, don't pass $200. Um, uh, as applied excommunication um, is if you commit a crime and then there's a trial and then this is your punishment after the trial. So um, that can sometimes uh, trip people up. So if um, I know the abortion issue in particular, a lot of people think that politicians supporting abortion are automatically excommunicated, but that particular crime only applies if you're actually having an abortion or you're a doctor doing an abortion or you're directly facilitating it like you pay for it. So that particular wouldn't apply to politicians, but um, there are so other things that could happen. Would, <laughs> would the politician be need, need to be taken to a, a church tribunal or court in order for the excommunication to happen then? Yeah, so if it's a politician supporting abortion, um, that's not quite as clear-cut, but I, I personally, as a canonist, think that if there was a trial, you could be excommunicated. Um, in particular, I'm thinking canon 1369, and again, this is somewhat of my own canonical judgment. Um, Colonel Dolan's not calling me, asking me for advice on this. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, and that's, a, I'll read it, I have it right here. Uh, a person who is in a public show or speech, in published writing, or in other uses of instruments of social communication, utters blasphemy, gravely injures good morals, expresses insults, or incites hatred or contempt against religion or the Church, is to be punished with a just penalty. So, I mean, I would think if you're lighting up the World Trade Center to celebrate late-term abortion, that would do it for gravely injuring good morals. So, that canon says punish with a just penalty. Arguably, excommunication could be a just penalty. I would certainly think so myself. What, what would, sorry, this, this is Father Richard Kunz, along with Father Ryan Moravitz, coming to you from uh, Diocese of Duluth, Real Presence Live. We're talking to Jenna Cooper, a Kent lawyer from the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. So what would the what would the formal process of that look like if a bishop were to excommunicate someone? You know, it doesn't need to be a hearing or a court. They could just, you can automatically do it. Does a letter get sent? You know, I, I'm really curious as to what that looks like. Yeah. Well, if if somebody does something that's an automatic excommunication, um, and it's very public, um, for example, if you're a bishop ordaining somebody else a bishop without a mandate from the pope, that's everyone knows it happened. Um, the, you know that 
That happens just because the act happens. So the person essentially excommunicates right. itself with that. For something like this, where um, you know it's not necessarily an automatic excommunication, there would have to be an ecclesiastical trial. So that is um, a process, and it can get kind of involved, but basically the person who's accused of a crime would have to be informed that they were being accused of this before the church. They would have to have, um, there would have to be some time for them to mount a defense, you know, there'd have to be basically the church equivalent of a prosecutor that would, you know, collect evidence against them. The accused person would have to have the chance to have, you know, a canon lawyer represent them. So they would, basically, it's steps to make sure that both people, um, both people would have time to, you know, the accused have a chance to defend themselves, essentially. So um, you wouldn't necessarily see a lot of that in public if it happened, but there would have to be some process. So it's not just the bishop waking up and deciding, you know. Yeah, and so that, 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 that process would happen pretty privately, right? I mean, it wouldn't be something that the bishop would say, well, I'm, I'm calling this person to court. He might send a letter privately to them, or? Well, he would send a letter, and um, it wouldn't be public in the sense you, you wouldn't see this as like a televised trial or anything. Um, so it would be more private. You know, kind of roughly how, when you think of a marriage nullity trial, is generally fairly right. private. Yep. So, you know, one of the questions I have in regards to this, Jen, is that, you know, I mean, you kind of touched upon it a little bit. Maybe this is a multi-branched uh, um, question here. Is that the thing that's so tough for the average Catholic to watch is that they they take this reprehensible evil and they're making it in New York look like this great virtuous thing that they're cheering. And and so I think that's where the, the average faithful Catholic is looking at what's going on in New York and thinking there has to be some justice with this and in the Catholic realm. But then the second part that I have in my mind, is like, you know, we're talking about excommunication, but governor Cuomo in New York, I don't know where his faith is, but maybe he could care less about it. And, and isn't there a double edged sword that we're working with? If, if there is an excommunication, if that were to happen, wouldn't he be seen as a champion in some ways? Well, that's, um, that's an interesting question. Um, and you know, that's, that's not really my call to make here. I mean, it is very disheartening, especially for the people of New York, and it, it is just awful to see. Um, you know, I, um, I'm not sure I um, could really answer that. That's, like I said, getting into some hypotheticals. But, mm-hmm. you know, the Church does have these laws and these penalties for a reason, and, you know, we do want to avoid public scandal, which um, is a real problem. Absolutely. One One thing, though, I will um, point out, though, is aside from the Church's um, penal laws on crimes and punishments, we also have laws on sacramental discipline. So even without any kind of trial or anything, um, Governor Cuomo already can't be receiving communion because of this um, you know, right. public state of sin. And actually, he's in an irregular marriage, so he hasn't been receiving communion for a while anyways. Um, so there are some consequences even now, but you know, again, the public scandal dimension, um, that, that is that is rather hard, I know, personally, for the people in New York. Is, uh, is, is excommunication permanent? No, no, actually, that's the whole thing of being a medicinal penalty. The whole point of excommunication yeah. is it's not supposed to be permanent. We want people to repent. So, um, you know, that's the very nature of this penalty, is it's supposed to be hopefully temporary, so the person is prompted to amend their ways and return to full communion. 
So, so just the, 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 the harsh, not harshness is the right word for it. Excommunication is supposed to be harsh. So if somebody's excommunicated and they're dying, they can't even receive the sacraments? Well, it's not really supposed to be a, a harsh penalty. It's, like I said, it's medicinal. It's really supposed to be for right. the benefit of the person. So it's kind of like tough love, but it's, it's, yeah, it is for their benefit. I mean, if somebody was on their deathbed and they're, you know, repenting, that's a different story. If somebody's on their deathbed and not repenting, then right. that's another well, Jenna, thank, you, thank you very much. It's a very touchy subject, uh, and you've been very helpful in shedding some light on this as a canon lawyer for the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. Thank you very much for joining us, Jenna. Oh, Thanks, thank Jenna. You, Keep Jenna. it up. God bless you. Yeah. Thank you. After, after we come back uh, from the break, we'll be taking our uh, local tour of our Upper Midwest listening area as to all the events that are going to be happening in our listening area of Real Presence Live. And so uh, please join us after the break. Live, engaging, and local. That's Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. This year, your officials are making big decisions that will shape the future of life and dignity in Minnesota. Together, we can make sure Catholic voices count at the Capitol. This is Rachel Herbeck of the Minnesota Catholic Conference. On February 19th, join Minnesota Catholics at the Capitol in St. Paul. Register today for this amazing day of prayer, inspiration, education, and advocacy to hear from speakers including Jim Caviezel from The Passion of the Christ. Get tickets and busing details at catholicsatthecapitol.org. Don't miss this incredible opportunity. It's going to be amazing. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering a high level of care. We're pro-life and pro-family, so we respect all human dignity while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer clinical services, including immunizations and individualized medication packaging. Mayo Pharmacy is located at 303 North 4th Street in Bismarck. Our number is 701-223-2424. Hello, I'm Linda Baldwin with the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. We are now open, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 5 on Saturdays. We're located at 3709 South Grange, just west of Costco. We stock Catholic books, artwork, saint medals, rosaries, Bibles, parish supplies, plus mystic monk coffee and gifts for those special occasions like baptisms, first communion, and confirmation. I look forward to your visit to the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. Hi everyone, Steve Sponskowski here, Executive Director for the RPR Network, inviting you on the Real Presence Radio Northern California Mission Pilgrimage, April 4th through 9th, 2019. We will visit some of the missions of St. Unipero Serra, the wine country of the Sonoma Valley, and sites of San Francisco. We'll be staying at a beautiful retreat center with easy day trips to the sites. Cost based on double occupancy is $1,936, or if you want to get your own flight, it's $1,358. For more information, please call 877-795-0122. This program on Real Presence Radio is brought to you in part by Shanley High School in Fargo. Shanley High School has as its mission to teach the total person to foster the following of Christ as taught by the Catholic Church. We provide an environment where students can be, as St. John Paul II used to say, all that God created them to be to develop their gifts and talents. We have excellent educational programs where faith is integrated, including 80 course offerings. 
We offer advanced placement classes and dual credit programs, and our standardized test scores are consistently above the local, state, and national averages. We have specialists in vocal music, band, art, technology, and counseling. We have highly acclaimed speech and debate and athletic programs. Above all, we are determined to hand on the faith to our students so that they can be great citizens in this world and citizens of heaven in the next. For more information, visit jp2schools.org. Shanley High School, a community inspiring excellence through faith, learning, and service. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join in the conversation on our Facebook page and be sure to like us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Good morning. This is Father Richard Kutz along with Father Ryan Moravitz coming to you from the Diocese of Duluth, Minnesota at our Chancery Pastoral Center on a snowy, wintry day in northern Minnesota. It is snowy and cold. Uh, good old winter Minnesota. Um, stay tuned, folks, because we have a Valentine's Day giveaway, an opportunity for reflection and prayer um, for a lucky couple. And yeah. So stay tuned. Um, that's coming up in the show here. So uh, Yep, and Valentine's Day, you think of warm thoughts, not cold thoughts. So it would be a good thing to have a uh, win in the dead of the winter. That was very, very witty. Good. There it is. The car started this morning. <laughs> we are taking off on our 10-minute uh, tour. We're starting at, um, we're taking off from Happy Wander because it's this beautiful place, but we're making our way uh, down the road uh, to... I'm sorry, we're having some technical difficulties on our ends, but we're we're uh, going to Waban, uh, St. Anne's Church, and I think we have Jackie on the phone. Jackie, yes, are you there? Good, yes, good morning. Good morning. Tell us what's going on there at St. Anne's. Well, first of all, we're having an equally snowy day here, which is, you know, Minnesota winter. Gotta love that. But yes, Got we are on. having a French toast breakfast on Sunday. Um, it'll be held at the Waban Community Center, and we will be serving from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m., um, our menu includes French toast, um, Ketter sausage. Ketter's is a local meat shop and has really good sausage. Um, we'll also have scrambled eggs, orange juice, coffee, water. Um, we do have regular syrup. We also have the sugar-free options if, if that's what you, you need. Maybe you're diabetic or trying to watch your weight a little bit. We do have that option. Um, cost is $7 for adults, and then children 10 and under are $3. And besides the breakfast, we'll also be hosting a bake sale and a raffle. So if you can come, you can come buy some after Valentine sweets if you care to do so. And our raffle is selling for $1 per chance. The grand prize is $500 cash. And then there's um, another $50 cash prize um, that you could win. And um, all proceeds benefit St. Dan's Church. Um, I think this is maybe our third or fourth year we've been hosting this breakfast. And I know the funds have been used towards like our building projects and just other things things that our church needs. I got hungry just listening to that. <laughs> and I want to go to Ketter's now, too, and experience yes. the, the goodness of that. <laughs> yes. Well, Jackie, where is Waban exactly? We are on, uh, we're between Highway 115, or Highway 59 and 113. We are actually about 25 miles north of Detroit Lakes. So okay. if that kind of gives you the general area, Monoman would be kind of the next biggest town to us. Yep. That's great. Again, that's at the Wabin Community Center, February 17th, to support St. Anne's. Thanks for being with us, Jackie. You Have bet. a great day and stay warm. Yes, thank you. You too. 
Our next stop is uh, Retrovi. Do you know a couple who is struggling with their marriages? Retrovi is a confidential peer-to-peer ministry that helps couples experiencing chronic communication problems. Those who thought that they were beyond hope, already separated or even divorced couples who want to try and get their marriage back on track. It offers hope for couples who are seeking to heal and renew their relationship. Upcoming Retrovi retreats are February 15th and March 29th in Minneapolis. March 1st at Broom Tree near Irene, South Dakota, April 26th in Fargo, North Dakota, and April 26th in Madison, Wisconsin. Retrovi is a great opportunity to try and fix marriages that are hurting or seem to be beyond repair. They've got a great track record in regards to helping couples through a very difficult marriage. So try out Retrovi if you are in that sex, if in that category of a challenging marriage. Again, February 15th and March 29th in Minneapolis. March 1st, Broomtree, Irene, North, uh, South Dakota. April 26th, Fargo. And April 26th, Madison. Grieving the loss of a child? Grieving the loss of a child is held six continuous Tuesdays evenings from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. starting February 26th through April 2nd, 2019. The program is held at Catholic Family Services in Sioux Falls. It is directed by Dr. Marcy Moran, a clinical psychologist and Director of Catholic Family Services. To call and register, call 605 988 3775. That's 605 988 3755. The program is non denominational and the cost is free will offering. If you have ever had the terrible loss of a child, this is a great program to help get through the mourning process and trying to make sense of it all. Again, you can call the register at 605-988-3775. We're now going to Superior, Wisconsin, where there's a women's retreat coming up, and we have the keynote speaker, Chris Cranenberg, by phone. Chris, are you there? I am. Thank you so much for the chance to share this opportunity with your listeners. You're most welcome. Uh, welcome to the show, and share, <laughs> share, share about the retreat coming up. Okay, great. So the Diocese of Superior is offering a women's retreat this weekend starting Friday evening, February 15th, and running through Saturday evening. And the title is Balancing Acts. Uh, The goal is to inspire women to go deeper in their faith and really help them commit to a more intentional life of discipleship. In addition to talks on learning, living, and loving as Christians in the midst of our busy, sometimes crazy lives. Uh, the retreat also helps women regroup and refocus on Christ by offering times for personal prayer, daily mass, Eucharistic adoration, the sacrament of reconciliation, and spiritual direction with priests, plus fellowship with other Catholic women from around the area. Uh, the retreat's being held at Crossroads Camp in Mason, Wisconsin, so you get the peace of being in this beautiful forest setting and maybe even a chance to appreciate all this winter that we've been getting. Uh, You know, there are so many women today, myself included, who are searching for ways to balance their home and families and careers and still have a rich faith life. And I think a retreat like this can really help women make that happen. Uh, Registration is still open. It's open until Thursday. And women can call the Bishop Camas Center to register or get more information. Uh, that number is 715-234-5044, 715-234-5044, or 
1-800-273-5044. So if there are any women out there free this Friday and Saturday, please come join us. Chris, really grateful. That sounds like a great event. God bless you and take care. Thanks, you too. Yep, peace. Hey, we're making our way down south to Rochester, Minnesota now for Theology on Tap. February 12th at Kathy's Pub in Rochester. This week's topic is Why You Shouldn't Kill Yourself by Susan Whitley Doust, Ph.D. Social hours starting at 6 p.m. with the talk beginning promptly at 7 p.m. Please have drinks and food ordered prior to 7 p.m. if possible. Following the speaker, there will be a brief break, then a question and answer session concluding at 8.30 p.m. Again, that's Theology on Tap, February 12th at Kathy's Pub in Rochester. The topic is a a tough one, why you shouldn't kill yourself. And they have um, Susan Winley Doust, I think is how you say it. Uh, She's got a PhD. And um, you can um, make your way to Rochester for their Theology on Tap. These are great events, both socially and then to to listen and to learn. And this one in particular has a QA. and a So uh, make your way to Rochester uh, tonight. Now we're heading over to Decorah, Far- uh, Fargo, North Dakota, uh, and Saturday, March 2nd at St. Anthony of Padua at 710 10th Street, Fargo, North Dakota. Mass at 8 a.m. Registration slash continental breakfast from 8.30 to 9 a.m. And Decorah begins at 9 a.m. Decorah is a holistic retreat. Decorah is the retreat, not the place, I just realized. <laughs> Decorah is a holistic retreat set aside to inspire young women to discover what St. John Paul II refers to as their feminine genius. A woman must understand her fulfillment as a person, her dignity and vocation, according to the richness of the femininity which she received on the day of creation. This program is for young women ages 15 uh, to 21 and up. Cost for high school women is $10 per person. Mentors and those older than high school women will pay $20 a person. You can check that out at www.fargodiocese.org slash decora. And that's our tour around the listening area. Great. If you have an event that you want to have on the tour, call Brandon at 877-795-0122. That's 877-795-0122. We'd be very happy to feature it. Very good. All right. So when we come back after the break, we're going to be talking about bringing joy into life amidst the winter weather as well as married people and how often they should go on regular dates. Talk to you after the break. Programming on the RPR Network is brought to you in part by Trinity High School in Dickinson. Here at Trinity Junior High and High School, we think in terms of greatness. That's what a Titan lives for, to be great. We hold as a mission to educate the whole student, mind, body, and soul. We engage our minds in a rigorous curriculum placed upon Catholic identity. We run with our bodies in order to bring God glory. Our athletics and fine arts, all student clubs and organizations, move our bodies to glorify God. He gave them to us as gifts, and our prayer is to offer them back through the many activities Trinity offers her students. Our souls are educated to know and love God. The education takes place in numerous ways, but most importantly in our school chapel, designed to lead the heart closer to God and worship through the Holy Mass and the sacramental life. Here at Trinity, we live to pursue greatness in all ways, using our minds, bodies, and souls. We cheer on the Titans, knowing this is our reason for living, to live in heaven forever. Trinity High School, part of the Dickinson Catholic Schools, educating the whole student, mind, body, and soul. People think A&B is in the copier business, but we're not. 
We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest additions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at 1-800-477-2425 or online at abbusiness.com. We all appreciate the comforting things in life. Great food, laughter, celebrating mass together, and good friends. At Riverview, you can enjoy all these wonderful things. But it is the friendship and sense of community here that makes Riverview home. We share stories, laughter, smiles, and our Catholic faith. Try us out with a mini vacation or join us for Mass five days a week. You can contact Kelly for a tour at 701-237-4700 and online at homeishere.org. You're listening to the RPR Network. Now, back to more Real Presence Live. Good morning. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. This is Father Richard Kunst along with Father Ryan Moravitz coming to you from snowy Duluth, Minnesota on Real Presence Live. And uh, in a little while, we are going to be having a giveaway for Valentine's Day. We've talked about this throughout the entire show, but hold tight. It's going to be a great giveaway, and it's going to be given to the first callers once they're given the cue. It's and a we'll, couple giveaway. Ooh, and we are going to talk more about that a little bit later. But before that, we have a guest online, Sam Doles, from the Diocese of Fargo, St. Anthony's Church in Fargo. Sam Doles, or sorry, Sam Please tell us a little bit about yourself, and welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, <laughs> that was smooth, Father. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm actually the uh, the music and liturgy coordinator at St. Anthony of Padua Catholic Church here in I'm l- Fargo. I'm, look- I'm looking for somebody for that job. Are you interested in coming to Duluth? Well, you know, Duluth is beautiful, but you'd have to convince my husband. So, oh, okay, yeah. All right. Sorry, Sam. <laughs> So how, how long have you been at St. Anthony's Church? For? I have been there for six years now, actually. Wow. So. Okay, so you've been there for a while. Yeah. Yep. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the Ambassadors of Joy program? So it's actually a, just a baby at, at work program, but our, our deacon has kind of coined the term Ambassadors of Joy, and that's um, just children in the workplace. And the children that have come have been both my sons as well as um, children of other colleagues. That's fantastic. You know, where where we've set up in the um, at the diocese here, we came in today, and there's a there's a baby changing station. There's a nice comfy chair here now, so they it's all new. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Which is really great. We were like, oh wow, look at all this. So yeah. It's for the it's for the, it's for the very reason that we're talking about. Yeah. It's like we have people that come here to the diocese that are at various committees or so on and so forth that have meetings they don't know what to do with their kids. And so they've taken our studio here, our quote unquote studio, and made it to a childcare room. And, and so, so Sam, what you have going on there, this is more than a, a visit here and there or when daycare is closed. Tell us how it can, came to be that you were able to have each of your sons in the workplace. Yeah. I, so, our oldest son, when I found out I was pregnant with him, my husband and I were very surprised because we'd only been married for a couple months. Um, and so I went to Father Corey to announce this to him. And I think he could tell that I was a little a little nervous because I, I didn't want to leave my job. Um, but I was also really, you know, it, the idea of, of child care, how much that costs was a little overwhelming. And as I was talking to him, he was like, oh, yeah, you know, we've, we've got a program for that. You know, why don't you go talk to Kimi? Um, she was our, our DRE at the time, and she had a program um, called Baby at Work that was within her files. And so that's that's how I got to start bringing the boys to work. So there's actually a program already established in the parish? Yep, yep. 
So when you say that there's a program, so is, I mean, what does that look like then? What is that? What, kind, what what's the framework of this program? So it's basically just like a, a contract. I think there's like three sheets kind of outlining, you know, if your baby's crying for this long, you have to remove them from the workplace, mm-hmm. um, you know, different things like that. Like you have to have a, a certain space to take your child to change them or nurse them or whatever, um, which I have my own office, so I can do all my all, all of that stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to Real Presence Live. Uh, this is Father Rich Kunz with Father Ryan Moravitz. We're talking to Sam Doles, who works at St. Anthony's Church in Fargo, talking about the ambassador, Ambassadors of Joy program, about bringing your children to uh, to the workplace. And so it's a, it's a curious name that you'd call it, or not that you did, but that it's called Ambassadors of Joy. How does this bring joy to uh, to you in regards to being able to do this with your children? You know, it's just, it's so great that I, I get to have that extra time to bond with them. Um, I just think about how many mothers have to start taking their kids to, to daycare, you know, after six or 12 weeks of maternity leave. And I get to be there through all of like the big, the big moments, you know, I get to, to be there when he starts crawling or walking or, you know, starts babbling and things like that. You know, I don't miss out on those big moments and that just brings such joy to my heart. Sam, what sort of impact did having children in the office um, have on parishioners, especially those maybe coming in for serious matters? It, you know, especially people who come in for like funeral planning, because that's a big part of my job is, you know, I help mm. them pick out the, the music and the readings and such. Um, they are so excited when they've seen my babies. Um, they're just eager to, to hold them or, you know, play games of like peekaboo. And I, I just notice how much healing and, and joy that brings to them when they're, they're grieving a loss. Is there is there a challenge? I mean, do you do you do you, do you ever get like bad stares or something like that? Is there, what would you say would, the, would be the biggest challenge in regards to having the kids at at work? I think the biggest challenge is just um, accepting that your work patterns change. Um, I've had to learn to be a lot more patient with with myself. Um, you know, I, it takes me longer to get a project done, but I have learned how to become super efficient when when my children are napping. Um, so that's mm. you know a benefit there. <laughs> Right. How, how, many, uh, how many people have taken advantage of this program at the parish? You know, I think since 2011, which I do believe that's when it started, I think there's been five of us who have wow. who brought kids wow. through. So, I mean, is there, what would you say to people that are listening that might be employers or, or other parishes even in regards to what the benefits of this is for their staff? Um, I think that they they'll notice um, just from like the mothers themselves that there's a, a sense of ease, um, you know, knowing that sh- she can spend time with her child. Um, I don't know if it would necessarily work with like a, a father bringing his kids to work, but definitely for the mother, I I really think that it it just brings a lot of joy and ease to them, and it brings joy to the colleagues too. I mean, in in our workplace there's sort of like a friendly competition, like who gets to hold the baby first or who gets to sit next to the baby at staff meetings. Um, so I think it's just for everybody. It just brings a lot of joy. So, I mean, it, it, I mean, it's unique for a parish staff to be able to do that, and I think that it's a perfect setting for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you, really, do you think these ambassadors of joy could actually work in other work environments? And can you can you see it in other work environments? I mean, think of... I mean, I just think of like, you know, a bank environment or a, <laughs> yeah. uh, a more professional office environment, if you will. Uh, what do you think? I think if, if uh, you know, if a parent has uh, an office to themselves, I think then it's definitely feasible. I mean, obviously, you know, my thought was like construction zones. Obviously, uh, 
you know, somebody's not going to bring a baby to work <laughs> there. <laughs> um, but, you know, there's there's places that could have like in-home daycares or, you know, in-house daycares, basically. You know, if a parent were to have a break or whatever and go and, and spend some time with their child during the breaks or lunch, um, I, that's where I really think that it would work. And I suppose that uh, if you're an employer, you're thinking to yourself, well, either I have my employees bring their child to work or I might have to find another employee. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm sure that there's a benefit from the employee standpoint of this. Definitely, yeah. And then and then also, I mean, it's seeing in your, uh, how, I mean, obviously this affects the financial aspect of your life as well. Yes, it, it yeah. <laughs> it maybe maybe does. speak maybe speak to that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So my oldest son, I actually brought him to work for about sixteen months. Um, so that was sixteen months of not paying for childcare. I mean, what we spend a month on childcare now for my oldest son, it's you know about half of what a mortgage payment would be for most people. Wow. Um, and to to have multiple kids in daycare, it it would be like a mortgage payment basically. So then, so then what is the What's the age then that you can bring your kids to? I mean, is the terrible twos like kind of an off-limits type of thing? <laughs> you know, Father Corey basically says to me, they can be here until they start impacting your work or once they start getting too mobile. So um, my youngest right now who's walking, it's probably getting to be time for him to be done because he, he wants to get out of my office whenever he can. Um, mm-hmm. So it's really once they're starting to become a burden in a sense to the to the work. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add? Um. You know, I just I'm I'm grateful for the opportunity. Um, I hope that more employers will will maybe take up this opportunity to provide something like this for their employees, and it's been such a blessing in my life. Great, thanks a lot, Sam. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Best of luck. God thanks. bless. Sam, many blessings to you. Keep up the good work. Thank you, well, Father Ryan. When we come back from the break, we're going to be talking to a dating deacon and a dating deacon talking about how we should be dating. I love it. If we're not celibate, if we're not celibate, of course. So after the break, (laughs) after the break, we'll be talking about that and uh, uh, hearing from uh, the deacon in regards to uh, what is the proper way of keeping your marriage nice and fresh. Stick with us to hear from Deacon Paul. And also, we've got our giveaway coming up. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. France, an enchanting country known for its elegance and richness and an incredible Catholic history spanning centuries, set out to explore this history on the Saints and Sanctuaries of Catholic France pilgrimage, October 10th through the 20th, 2019, with spiritual director Father Chuck Huck. You'll have a chance to pray at St. Catherine of Labouret Church in Paris, explore the Basilica of St. Therese of Lisieux, spend two days in Lourdes, plus so much more. To reserve your seat, visit worldstrides.com register. Trip number 166594. The Wanzig Family Foundation has proudly supported the mission of Real Presence Radio since 2004. With their help, we've been able to continue spreading Jesus Christ's message of hope throughout North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. The Wanzig Family Foundation is dedicated to supporting Catholic initiatives and programs, like our weekly local show, Real Presence Live, heard on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, with the encores on Saturdays. Thank you to the Wanzig Family Foundation for being a part of this family of faith and hope. This program on the RPR Network is brought to you in part by St. Mary's Central High School in Bismarck. Did you know that St. Mary's Central High School has been educating students for over 140 years? I did. And did you know that this year is historic, too? Why is that? 
It's our final year as a high school at our current historic location, which has served us well for over 60 years. Good point, Gabby. I think that's a great way to encapsulate St. Mary Central High School, rooted in tradition, moving courageously into the future. That's right, Father Bauck. Although I'll be graduating this year, I know the new high school in North Bismarck carries with it all the traditions of our Catholic faith, our academic excellence, and the great success we've had in fine arts and athletics. And I'm proud of being part of that tradition. We know that wherever the Catholic Church goes to spread the gospel, she seeks to educate and form the people in every place around the world. We continue the Church's mission to form and educate the leaders of our society. For more information, visit smchs.org. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering a high level of care. We're pro-life and pro-family, so we respect all human dignity while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer clinical services, including immunizations and individualized medication packaging. Mayo Pharmacy is located at 303 North 4th Street in Bismarck. Our number is 701-223-2424. Good morning. This is Father Richard Kunst coming along with Father Ryan Moravitz to you on Real Presence Live after our last break of the show from the Diocese of Duluth, Minnesota, snowy, wintry Duluth, Minnesota. And we've been talking all show about our Valentine's Day giveaway and so right now, I'd like to have Deacon Paul Trinan come in. Deacon Paul, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and then what the giveaway is. Well, hi, you guys, everybody. Good morning. God bless you all. Uh, very snowy day down here in, I'm actually in Wilmer, Minnesota. But I'm the director of what used to be called Blue Cloud Abbey, a Benedictine retreat mm. or, and um, a monastery. But about five years ago, was bought and turned into a nonprofit called and renamed the Abbey of the Hill, and that's located in uh, Marvin, South Dakota, which is about a half an hour into uh, South Dakota, on um, the northeast corner of South Dakota, but we're doing this thing, we've done it, this is like, I think our third year, where we have what's called a Vespers and Valentines, and, and it's a beautiful event where people come together, we pray Vespers in the evening, just like the monks would do, it's about a 20-minute prayer. And then we kind of had a recommittal of our marriage vows, and that's just a beautiful, beautiful thing. And then go downstairs to uh, a really super great uh, uh, meal, uh, options of shrimp with Asiago cream sauce over pasta, or these wonderful barbecued ribs. And uh, yeah, so you get a bottle of wine, or a glass of wine for each couple, uh, each person, an awesome decadent dessert, and so it's really a great thing. It's a combination of something beautiful as far as faith, and then also beautiful as far as romance. So, uh, yeah, that's what we're we're talking about this morning, and we're going to have a giveaway, I believe. So, so is that right, Bobby? So the giveaway, if my understanding is uh, correct, Deacon Paul, is that it's for a couple, which is normally a $100 value, to have this total overnight experience uh, for Valentine's Day. So is that the actual right. giveaway? All right, so yeah, can you say right... It's, uh, it's, it's a hundred dollars per couple to stay overnight. You can go. You can go just for fifty dollars if you're not going to stay overnight, and at twenty five dollars each, I mean, you're just not going to get that at your at your average restaurant. But right. yeah, but the giveaway is for the hundred dollars. It's an overnight um, stay at the Abbey, and that's just a beautiful thing. We got several people that are doing that. It's going to be February seventeenth, the okay. Sunday night, February seventeenth, and it starts 
prayer starts at 6 p.m., and then dinner will follow at 6.30. All right, so here it is. We are going to give the phone number. As soon as we give the phone number, the first person that calls gets this $100 value. Great opportunity to go to the Abbey of the Hills, Marvin, South Dakota, Vespers and Valentines. The number is 877-795-0122. That's 877-795-0122. First caller and we will say who that winner is a little bit later. Deacon Paul, you are a married man, yes? I am, I am. How long have you been married? Tell us a little bit about that that dynamic. Well, my wife people. reminded me, 31 years. So, yeah, back in 1987, I got married in Turkish Minnesota. And, uh, geez, Louise, what a great, what a great blessing it's been um, to be married to my wife, Julie. What have some have been, yeah. been some of the greatest joys of marriage throughout this time? You know, I think the, the the real simple question, the real simple answer I would say to that is that our family um, and, and our six kids. Um, now we've got a couple of grandkids, and and that's 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 a quick and easy answer. I think the adventure of doing something with somebody to love and and exploring and traveling, we love to do that. I think one of the the joys that maybe doesn't get as much limelight is the the ability to be have this partner, and especially as me as a deacon, to be able to minister to people, to go to people's homes and be with them, you know, praying over folks that are that are close to death, or or being a part of a ministry, uh, teaching ministry with with Julie, or or this whole idea of the Abbey of, of of what God wants us to do about this place. It's this beautiful, holy place, and she. And she's leading the charge, pulling your deacon husband along, saying, we should do something with this abbey. This is too beautiful. It's too holy a place. And so there's a lot of joy in that. And I think also there's joy in the mercy of our relationship and how often and the faith that I have that she'll forgive me and I, I will forgive her. There's great joy in that, that mercy, too. So those are, Thank those you are a few of the joys. Thank you for, t- for tuning in to Real Presence Live. This is Father Rich Kunz along with Father Ryan Moravitz coming to you from the Diocese of Duluth. We're talking to Deacon Paul Trinan uh, from the Diocese of New Ulm. And uh, one of the things that we're talking about a little bit is uh, dating, going on dates as spouses. Uh, what's the value of that? But uh, I'm just going to give this number one more time at 877-795-0122. First caller gets a great, great uh, prize of having this opportunity at Abbey of the Hills, Marvin, South Dakota, Vespers and Valentines on February 17th, 877-795-0122. Make a weekend of it. It's a great opportunity to uh, strengthen the the marriage, and strengthening the marriage comes in all forms, including going on dates with your spouse. So, Deacon Paul, maybe you can say, what is that about, and what's the value of that if you've been married for a long time? Oh, I think the value of it, whether you've been married a long time or a short time, is huge because my wife reminded me of, of an example, especially when we were younger in our marriage, and that that there was, and it's just so much busyness. There's so much busyness, especially when kids are there and working and things like that. And she gave to me for Valentine's Day uh, the gift of one date per month for the rest of the year. And I don't oh. know if actually we actually lived through on that because again we got busy, but but. You know, like she said to me, she goes, the priorities in your life are based on the time that you spend on that priority, right? And so if you're, if you're spending time with your spouse, 
at saying to yourself, you're my priority. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're the focus of, of what I'm doing. So when you go on a date, it's just the two of you. It shouldn't be the entertainment of it, the food, the new place. The most important thing should be the focus of that person that's sitting across the table or next to you in a movie or whatever. The focus is that person. And that's the beauty, I think, of, of setting intentional dating nights um, and taking the time for that. It, there's a lot of whirlwind going around in the world. Our kids are important and everything. Oh, gosh, our, our, our diaconate and all those things. But gosh darn it, you know, that person that, that God's given to you, even as a deacon, is, is, is the priority of my life. And, and um, it, needs to, it needs to be made so through, through exciting time with each other. Mm-hmm. There was a man in my parish, and he he had he would take when and they, even when their kids were younger, he would he would show up and he would basically steal his wife out of the house and leave the kids there, and they would literally they would just go down the street and sit in the car together and eat a pizza, <laughs> like yeah. just just so they got this time where it was just the two of them, you know, and um, you know the kids talk about it; they're grown now. You know, I was so inspired when when they had shared that with me because that's what it's about. It's being able to connect with that primary person in your life. I think why why do you think this idea or this this concept or actually doing it seems so foreign to so many married couples? Well, because I think I think especially and I'm going to speak for 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 me as a man. I think it's really challenging um, for us say, hey, it's us versus our our kids, because we think we're taken away from our kids to be with our spouse, and, and I honestly think that's a bigger burden on our spouses, or the wives, the mothers, than it is for the fathers, even. I think men, I encourage men to step forward and, and to pray about that, to hopefully recognize that, and, and even though, you know, sometimes my wife has said, I know we don't have time for this, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, it is. It is. Whether you're going down the street or maybe getting away for a weekend and, and, and things like that, it's important. Hey, Deacon Paul, I am utterly shocked so far. We have not had a call in to get this incredible prize. People can call <laughs> 877-795-0122. Tell the listeners why this is such a great opportunity to get a call, to have this for absolutely free. I've been to the Abbey of the Hills before it was the Abbey of the Hills. Just a beautiful, beautiful place. Make oh, a yeah. It's a huge place of peace is what it is, and that's our, that's our mission is to foster the rediscovery of peace. We do that through a whole bunch of different kinds of of retreats, some ecumenical, some that are really very, very Catholic in origin. We had the St. Paul Seminarians out a couple of weeks ago that were here for a week. Um, but no, it's just a it's just a, a gorgeously lovely place. It's very much out on its own. Um, it's about I'd say approximately two hours south of Fargo, um, two hours north of of Sioux Falls. It's about three three and a half hours west of the city, and people say, well, it's too remote, and I say, you know, that's the beauty of it. That's the point, exactly. Yeah. It's it's very much on its own. So Vespers and Valentine's, again, is February 17th. We're going to gather at 6 o'clock, and we'll have couples. There's even even people that are bringing their mom or 
Or <laughs> That's not too romantic. Oh, 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 I see. I was going to say. That sounds like a good idea, too. Anybody, call 877-795-0122. It's a great opportunity to have this free chance to go to what sounds like a great event. Oh, it sounds like we might have a caller. Well, Joe, uh, Paul, rather, uh, Deacon Paul, thank you very much for uh, calling in. <laughs> I'm sorry I got your name wrong. Uh, no problem. Deacon, Deacon no Paul. No problem. You guys are pros. I mean, you, I said that before when you were off air. Uh, I'm impressed with what you do and the grace that God gives you to do it. And Father Richard, Father Ryan, it's been a blessing talking with you. Thank you. Well, keep up the great work, Deacon Paul. And Deacon Paul, we've got a winner that's going to be joining you out there for it, Kathy from Belfouche, South Dakota. I'm called in, and so Kathy, congratulations. Enjoy that that beautiful time together with Deacon Paul and those out at Abbey of the Hills and Marvin. Great. Well, All thank right. you very Great. much, Deacon Paul. All right, you guys. Keep it up. Keep the faith. Love you. Man, you too, brothers. Peace. All right. Well, Father Ryan, that nearly brings us to the end of another show. But we have, before that, we get to invite Eli back on the air, our favorite production manager, if that's what his title is. I'm not exactly sure. I'll take it. Assistant. Production <laughs> assistant. Sorry. He's the I assistant want to, give to you a regional manager. Uh, for those of you that are office fans. Already. You should, be, you should be the manager, Eli. Oh, thank you. So here's what's coming up this morning on Real, or uh, tomorrow morning tomorrow from 9 morning. to 11 a.m. Central with hosts Heather Carroll and Father Tim Smith. Father, have you decided what you're giving up for Lent? Uh, I don't tell people about that. Okay, well, it may be hard to believe, but it's already time to start thinking about Lent. Dr. Chris Bergwald of the Diocese of Sioux Falls will join us to talk about how you can journey well throughout the coming Lenten season. And last time we spoke with Dr. David Anders, host of EWTN's Call to Communion, we spoke about if the church can learn anything from other denominations. Well, this time we'll sort of flip-flop that and focus on what the church does well and what she can teach other denominations. And how are pedals, pipes, and pizza related? Tom Andrews from the Cathedral of the Holy Trinity in New Ulm knows the answer, and will share it as he talks about a great opportunity for young instrumentalists to share or to take their skills to the next level. That and a whole lot more coming up tomorrow morning from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. And so, Father, uh, Father Rich, I had a question for you. Yes. It was really for both of you, I suppose. So, last Tuesday night, there was a, a ship that uh, had it, its, its horn got stuck and was blowing for about an hour, um, docked behind uh, a McDonald's um, there between uh, Superior and Duluth there. So I was wondering if, if you happen to hear that. Number one, I don't know what McDonald's you're talking about. It must be the one over in Superior. Okay. I, I was on retreat. I did see a headline on the news but, um, I didn't, about it, but I, I was on retreat, so I missed out on this. And I, yeah, this I was in Duluth, but I did, not, I did not hear it. Okay, well, apparently people that were in the, uh, the lakeside neighborhood of Duluth there were... were we're able I, to hear it or something. It was about can, seven thirty uh, on uh, on the February fifth that Tuesday. So. I can imagine if that was going on for a full hour that that would be. <laughs> that would <laughs> that would be a little, that's so. one of the one of the challenges of living in Duluth, Minnesota. Something like that happening. <laughs> <laughs> it's unique. Yeah, it is unique. If you've never been to Duluth, if you've never been to Duluth, come and see it. It's a great city. You can see big big boats like that and hear horns. All right, and hear horns. Well, Father Ryan, this brings an end to our show. Another great program. I think. Always good to be with you, Father Rich. Really. It's always a joy to be with really you and Eli, yep. and Eli. And all of our listeners, a special hello to my grandmas, because I think they're still listening. Give a final blessing, Father Ryan. May the Lord bless you and keep you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. May God bless you, and may Jesus Christ be praised. And see you after the show. This has been Real Presence Live on the RPR Network. Real Presence Live brings you local hosts and guests every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday morning from 9 to 11 Central. Hear the encore of the Tuesday show on Saturday from 6 to 8 a.m. Central. 
the encore of the Wednesday show from 8 to 10, and the encore of the Thursday show from 10 to noon. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through our Facebook page, Real Presence Live, local, engaging, live on the Real Presence radio network.